We, we uh, started this already a week and a half ago, and you guys have uh, passed this a long time ago, but Chazar is also good on Shahir. So I want to go back to this sugi of Shahir. Again, I, I pointed out last time that the Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa, based on Mishnibur and Biralach and Mishnah and Gimel, says the best thing you can do when Shabbos starts is make sure your food is fully cooked and that your fire is Gruf Victuma and that you put it on the fire that way, fully cooked Gruf Victuma when Shabbos starts, which as I pointed out, it seems to be nobody. Not Hananya, not the Chachamim, not the Rif, not the, the Rif Haigon, not the, uh, the Balhamor, not, not anybody Rishon. Meaning, I, I thought, once I went through the Sukkim, <clears throat> I had it pretty straight, which is either I'm looking at the potential, well, four potentials really, right? Look at the potential for Mushal called Sochem, it's Damik in order to be allowed Shia, which is the first day I brought down in Shulchan Aruch. Potentially looking at Mavushik uh, and not Mitzdamik Viralo, and that would be okay as well. I'm potentially looking at Kimachal ben Drusoy, and that's enough to be show without Groove Victuma again on a Kira. And I'm potentially looking at the Balamor's Mechudish Dikashita, which is that um, Kimachal ben Drusoy is okay as long as it's Mitzdamik Viralo. Interesting Shita, right? That you have, it's not fully cooked. But it's still Mitzdam Mikvaralo, which you have to be done. What's that cold? If it's not yet fully cooked, but it's Mitzdam Mikvaralo, how's that Shaykh? But okay, let's, let's leave that Balamor Shita alone for now. So, where does the Mishnebura and Bihalacha, at least the way the Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa understands him, and the Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa get this idea? So, once again, there are two Mishnayos in Shabbos that I don't want to say offer conflicting rules because it's not clear. One offers a pretty clear rule, and one offers a rule that is ambiguous, right? The Mishnah in Shabbos, in the end of the first parak, um, the Mishnah brings down the halacha, right? Dap yud tesim abeis, ein solen batzer batzel beitz al kadeish solen bagyom. Can't roast onion, meat, or egg unless it'll roast by day. You cannot put bread in an oven, or a charora on yicholim, unless you'll have a krimas panim mi bodyom, unless you're going to have a browning of the outside of the bread, which side is inside facing the, the, the wall of the oven, the outside of the, of the oven, etc. Fine. So this Mishnah, Bechama, Gemara, Amr Velazar, Amr Rab, Kadesh Yom, Kimachal Ben Drusai. That's Kimachal ben Drusoy, which seems to be the standard of the Mishnah. In other words, the Mishnah brings down two different things. One is roasting batzal, uh, bea, and basa, right? Egg, meat, onion. And that, not clear what the standard is on Yitzhul Yom. Then it brings down the bread, and Yikru Paneh is certainly not fully baked, right? Krimos Panim is the beginning of the baking process. It's not the full baking process. So what's the shear? The Lord says it's Kemachal ben Drusoy, and that is like Chananya. Tanya Chanamir, Kosha Kemachal ben Drusoy, Mutulash, also Gabikir, Vishay, and Gruvuktuma. Once you reach Kemachal ben Drusoy, so then the Chashash of Shemi Yechata falls away. Why? Because Yemi Sechtas, right? The Shemi Yechata is that you are you're worried about your food, and you're worried about the fact that it's going to be cooked. Once it gets to Kemachal ben Drusoy, you're going, okay, you know, worst case scenario, I can eat this, I can relax. Once you're relaxed, so there's no, no longer a Shem Yechat That's the Mishnah on Daf Yotes, Daf Chof. Sounds very much like once you reach Kemachim and Drusoy, you're good to go. Mishnah starts the third parak, has a, an ambiguous statement. It's not clear. I mean, the Mishnah starts off with Kira Shesiku Abagash Abadava. You fire up your Kira with straw and stubble. So then you're allowed to put Tavshil uh, on it, doesn't say when. Gevis of Eitzim, lo yitenach yigro vashitenes eifer. Gevis Eitzim, not until yigro for yitenes eifer. Good. Okay. Now, Gemara, what does the Mishnah mean? Does the Mishnah mean to say, lo yiten is lo yachzir, tanam? Right? That's not to put back. But lishos, to leave it on, you can leave it on even if it has already uh, just reached Kemachal ben Drusoy, the stomach and that Mishnah is like Hananya, or is the Mishnah saying, no, that Yitain is Lishos, 
Mishihia. And that in fact, this Mishihia is not like Hananya. This Mishihia require that it be fully cooked and Mishihia Karalo. And if not for that, you would have to have it Grufa or Tuma. Right? Unclear. And the Mishihia Gemara goes through two blot back and forth. Yes, no, like Hananya, like Hananya. And the Gemara's Maskana is no Maskana. Right? There's no clear Maskana in the Gemara whatsoever. Not a clarity of what the Gemara's conclusion is. Rambam Sakhalacha, very straightforward. Rambam Paskin's not like Hananya. Rambam understands the Sugi to be that the Mishnah is Lishos Tnan. I mean, you're not allowed to leave food on the fire before Shabbos on a Kira that was Huska Begethes Ubeitzim, unless that food is Mivusha Kol Tzorcho and it's Damikarel. Anything less than that is Xer Shemi That's the Rambam's Shita. The Rif, Slightly unclear. Meaning, the riff here in the third parak seems very much like the Rambam. Right? It seems very much the riff says that we paskin like Hananya. He brings rios like that. The Ran understands the riff like that. The Rush points out that the riff is a little bit unclear. Why? Because the riff in the first parak brings down the Mishnah Hananya Shita. And the riff just, the riff is, you know, takes the Gemara, cuts out the non halachic parts, leaves back inside the halachic parts. So the riff bringing down Hananya in the first parak, with Talmud's passing Hananya, bringing down in the third parak, we don't pass like Hananya. So why does he leave then Hananya in the first parak? So the riff shita is somewhat unclear. Okay, good. So now I know what to do. I'm, I'm good with this, right? Because if the Rambam shita is clear and the riff shita is unclear, I'm not exactly sure how the riff passkin, so. Next place to go is the rush. All right, so let's rush to the rush. Right, you look at the rush here, and the rush, the beginning of the third parrot, lengthy, right? Like the Ran here and the rush. So they both compile the various shitos involved here. And the rush first starts off with all the deos that say we paskin not like Hananya, we paskin that you need to be Vushal Kol Tzarcho, And then he brings down... Right? He says, This riff that I told you about, the rush here, cites the, um, the riff in the first parak, like Hananya. Here, the riff pushes away this, that Mishnah, but doesn't mention the Mishnah in the first parak, nor the fact that he cited the Mishnah, right? Vim hoyolo tam bezeh hoyolo lekosvola. The riff should have let us know what what's what's the purpose. V'chein heishiv gold b'shishaltim tam shil shnis basal kamachol ben drusoi ma'u latmin al gabi kichol modio. Let me be clear. Sheni group of tumah. Okay, host the gaon, not the Vilna gaon. Right? That's sometimes confusing to people. The rush couldn't quote the Vilna gaon unless he was a navi. Right, should be should be understood, right? So he, 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 the, the, this chuba sagaon in the rush quotes. If it reached kamachal b'drusoi, can you leave it al gab b'chol modyom? Or latmini b'kir shen gubutumina. Latmini he means not hatmana, but latmini in a way that does not violate the hatmana halachos. So ha is chazoi lana milsa d'kol hecha debashel kamachal b'drusoi motula shos al gab b'kir. Yeah, seems to me. Uh, yes, as long as you reach Malcolm and Jusoy, you can leave it on the Kira Alphapisha Ingru Fatuma, Kidiktani in Son Basar Vatsal Veta, and the Shinobod Yom, and the Kamar Viloy, quotes the Mishnah, the first parak, and the Gemara on that Mishnah, Hanan Yomer, etc. The Rehabar Tzaloni, same thing. Hibi O Divri Kamagon, Shiposki Hananya. Okay? And the Akha Kosovo Lashon Arif, Vromani Shimukhuva Shibakulan. Right? But, he says, I, and then he quotes the Lashon Arif. I think that's Mechor Shemakul and Mishil Zerachoi Pas Pasuk Kirif. So you have in the Rishonim, you have again compiling the Shitos. Chuvas Hagaonim, Haigon Shita as well, is like that of the uh, the Rishonim that hold that we pass in like Chadanya. You have the Rambam Shita that we pass in like the Chachamim. Uh, you have to have Mushkol Tzorcho and Mitzam Mikralo. You have the Rif who is somewhat ambiguous. 
And you have the Rashba, the Ran, Rebbeinu Hananel, all Paskin like Hananya, like Kamach of is good enough. Okay? What's the Rosh's bottom line Psakalacha? The Rosh's bottom line Psakalacha is fascinating. Because his bottom line Psakalacha is the following. He says, Ubishil Shirabu Deos Bahai Pisco. Many Shitos, right? The Rosh goes, one of the longest Rushes, I think, in Shas, in the Piskei Rush. It goes through almost three full columns of the Rush. Because, okay, it's Rabu Hadeos, the Yisrael Adukin B'mitzvah's Onik Shabbos. And Kali Yisrael, there, you know, Onik Shabbos is important stuff to them. Just go to any one of the local kosher groceries Thursday night, you'll see Yisrael Adukin Mitzvah's Onik Shabbos. Right? And Onik Thursday night. Right? Adukin. But Lo Yishmu Lahachmir, they won't listen to be machmir. Hanoch lahem keminud shenogu al piaposkim kichananya. So leave them with their minud al piaposkim kichananya. Okay. The cholzeh beinyan shayek kumoshikas benechananol. Right. As long as benechananol writes with regard to how it should be kichananya, but that's the correct, the correct uh, response. Okay. And he points out she was enoch mono has to be holding by the halachas of mono. But the the, the rosh's psak halacha. Is interesting because what is this Psak Halacha? In other words, is the Rosh saying that etzem we paskin like the Chacham? That in fact it should be Aser. But you know, there's a Klal. Hanach Lemli Yisrael, Mutav Shishon, Mayim Look, this is a, a, a place where there's at least postkim to rely on. They're not going to listen to me anyway. So sometimes it's a Klal Godol in the rabbinate, and in parenting, by the way. Right? Right? So Shimonam Sunni is not the only one who's Mikabal Schar Laprisha. So sometimes, you know, they're not going to listen, so don't say anything. Right? So maybe that's the rush. Okay. The halacha is like, like the Chachamin, but they ain't going to listen to me anyway. And look, if there was no one to rely on, so I'd have to say something. Have to argue, right? But if there's someone to rely on, so I'm not going to argue, I'm not going to say anything, I have to listen to me anyway. That's one way to learn the Rosh. The other way to learn the Rosh is no. The Rosh is saying, look, another klal here. What's the other klal? The other klal is, kol halacha shirofeves biodecha, pok chazem amadabar, which means that when you have a halacha, you can't be machria. So sometimes the best way to be machria is go and see what people do. Go out and look, right? Because the halach of Yisrael, imlav nevdiyim heim, benevdiyim heim, not the Hanach Lem Yisrael, but the rush begins here, has two possible endings, right? Hanach Lem Yisrael could end with, hardly an endorsement, or it could be, Hanach Lem Yisrael, so, Afalpi, Shem Nevi'im, B'nai Nevi'im, hey, right? They're not Nevi'im, but they're B'nai Nevi'im. So that the, the, the public practice becomes the Hachroim Sakhalacha. It's a huge Nafkamina, because if the Rosh is telling you, we paskin be'etzim like the Chachamim, and then I'm just saying, they're not going to listen to me, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut, because what's the point? So then he's telling you, but you should be knowing, not like Chananya, should be knowing like the Chachamim, and it should be Vushu Kol and it's not The Rosh is telling you, no, anytime you have a halacha rofefes, so po chazim amadibar, hanachom yisrom lav nevim heim b'nevim heim, then he's telling you the sak halacha by default, of the Hanhoga is like Hananya, and then gives them date. Once you reach Kamacho Ben Jusoy, you're home free. You can do what you want. Then no longer Grufa, no longer Tuma, you are safe to go. So the rush is very, very unclear here. The rush is unclear. And now we've got Rambam like the Chachamim. Rif sounds like the Chachamim, but he brings down Hananya as well and doesn't reject and doesn't address. Why it brings down Hanani? It's a little unclear in the riff. Rush? Very unclear. Very unclear. Which explains the Mechaber. Because the Mechaber here in Rashi and Gimel brings down both Deus. And the Mechaber, Klal Apsak and the Mechaber, except for the exception, is that Stam V'yeshomrim, the Alva's like the Stam, right? When the Mechaber brings down two Deus, normally, Yesh V'yesh, so the Hanhog of Ashkenazi postkin is to assume that he passes like the second Yesh. And Stam Shomrim, the halach is like the Stam. So he brings down first, right, that the Shitas Harambam, Mamish Loshin Harambam, 
Kirish Yasuki Dari gives the description of the Kira, or Kira rather. So also we tenalayak tafshibul yom liashosalel elam kinis bashikol tzokum stamik viralo. It has to be like Rambam, Mushkol Torcho, Mitzdamek, Varalo, etc. I'm going to skip the other parts of the, the, the Shulchan Aruch because of the fact that we'll come back to them in a moment. Okay? Now, he brings down the Yeshom. Yeshomrim, Koshin is Basho, Kamakum and Drusoi, Oshin is Basho, Kol Torcho, Mitzdamek, Yafalo, Mutlashos, Sagavikira. Some hold that if you reach Kamakum and Drusoi, or certainly this bashel called Tzorcho, and Mitzdamek uh, V'yofelo, you're good to go, can leave it on the Kira. Mechavar does not, again, he's not Machriya Beferish, but the assumption is, Stam V'yeshomrim, Halacha Kistam. Hagal. V'nogu, and again, I'm skipping the, uh, the, the, some, some of the words here. Hagal, V'nogu L'halkel Kisvaru Achram. So Ramos, you know, he says, I, I wrote the Sefer to kind of tell you when Minig Ashkenaz differs from what the Psaka Mechaber is. Here it is. So the Minig is to be Mekel like the second Svar. Good. And the story so good. So if I'd ask you, you know, Svaridim amongst us, sorry, Charlie, you're going to have to have a Mavushal called Tzorpa Mitzdamik Varalo or Grufa Viktuma. Ashkenazim amongst us, great. Good to go. You can, uh, you can have... Or even and Sangiofal or even Kamachal Bajusoy and you're good to go. So the uh, the Marsham here cites the Magan Avram in Sof Simon Tovzadi. He quotes the Chuvas Harama and the Amakn in the Kushis Akron in Ebenezer Simon Samachdal and the Piske Chuva there in Sif Cotton Sif Cotton Hay. So a couple of obscure Maramakomos. Marsham, not me. Right? He says the following. He says, The Ramal's lotion is very specific. Right? So when the Ramal uses the lotion, That's people do it. It's wrong. People do it. And Losh Narosh is like that. Losh Narosh that I cited you, that he says, look, Hanach Lahem means they're doing it. It's wrong. But they're doing it, so, you know, let him be. The Klar Kosova Beis Yosef, Yerodea Simon Kupzarivav, Dechad the Mekila Mishum Mutav Shushogim, Tzorah Pal Nefesh Lizar. So if the people are Mekel because, and we're, we're going to let him be because Mutav Shushogim, so that's, that's never a, a, a ringing endorsement of a Pesach Halacha. Right? What happens if I tell you you're allowed to do it because Mutav Shoshogim? You know, only Roshogim. So now what? Right? So I can't tell you. Right? And if I tell it's always a Shiloh, right? You should give a shear on the topic and tell people Mutav Shoshogim al Mizid. So you shouldn't tell them. Right? So he says, okay, that, that's the Marsham. That's the Marsham. And the Etzem, it's the Mishnah Burr as well. Okay, says the Mishnah Bura. In the Bira Lacha, says I am based Yosef Sherech Habeva Elo Ashtei Deos. Vetik Divrei Arosh Shekos Beveish Yol Dukum Mitzvah Shabbos. Vaylish Mula I Ken Enoch Meisha Mashvish Zerak Mishum Zeloi Litzemuchos. Okay, so he quotes the the Beis Yosef who quotes the Rosh, and he says. That the Rosh seems to be like the Marsham. Lo yimchos v'chena beis Yosef gub mashetik dea rishona b'stama v'adea shniya b'shem yeshomrim mashma gam kein daitu not l'hachmer. Right, beis Yosef himself mashma stam yeshomrim. In other words, beis Yosef, if he's used the Rosh, Batsim is saying mutter. So then I've got the Rosh, potentially the riff, against the Rambam. Halach will be mutter. If I've got the Rosh is being on the side to Aser. So I've got the Rosh and the Rif, potentially against the, the I'm sorry, Rosh and the Rambam, potentially against the Rif, potentially with the Rif. Halacha Lachmir. So the question becomes, what's the Halacha? So he says the fact that the Beis Yosef, after bringing down Medeos in the Beis Yosef itself, on Shulchan Aruch, he brings down Stam Yesh Omrim. 
Sounds like he's passing like the first day. So he says, Look, we can't stop those who are making. If the Rosh is telling you 700 years ago, can't stop those who are making. Because that's the, that's the Hanhaga. And the Rosh is telling you 500 years ago, you can't stop those who are making. That's the Hanhaga. So you're not going to tell me today. We'll stop those who are making because not allowed. But So should be careful. Should be bushel kol before it gets dark, and to take it off the fire. Right? So, says the Mishnah, but B'Sha'as HaTzchak, look, guests have arrived. It's last minute, guests have arrived. You've got to put something up, and you can put it up, and it'll reach half the Bishel, which is the Rambam Shita of Kamachal ben Rusoy, right? Kamachal ben Rusoy itself is a Machlokas Rambam and Rashi. Rambam sheet is it's half cooked. Rashi sheet is it's a third of the way cooked. So as long as you'll reach Kemachal Bedrusoi, Bishasatchak, you can rely on it. You'll be allowed to do so. Okay? Um, and then you're allowed to take it off at night, as long as it's not Omid al Gabi Okay? That's the Mishnibur's Psakhalacha in the Biralacha. Now, again, the Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa understands this Mishnibur to be telling you that you should have it both the bushel called circle before Shabbos starts and also take it off the fire. Which again is an added dimension. Meaning, okay, I have a bushel called circle, I'm in Stami Kerala when Shabbos starts, I'm good. I have nothing else. So where does the added element come in? So the Shmir Shabbos himself tells you in the footnotes, I'll tell you where it comes in. And this will kind of bring together both of the sugyos you're in the middle of right now, when, when you just finished, the one you're in the middle of, I assume we're still in the middle of Chazar, right? That'll take a while. I assume it's still Oda Biyada. And it's Daito Lachzir on Chazar. So the, um, the Shmir Shabbos Yechos himself points out Tososhita here in Perikir. And Tososhita in, in our Sak Halacha thinking is a big Chiddush. In reading the Gemara, it's not a big Chiddush. In actual, just, just reading the words of the Gemara, Tosus is not such a big Chiddush. So, Beisil Omer Ach Machzirim, Daf Lamed Vav Amed Beis, Badem Tosus. Right? So, he says, Midikomer Begemar, Ludivir Omer Machzirim, Machzirim, Afilu Bishabas. From the fact that in the Gemara there is a day of it says that the position that says Machzirin holds Machzirin Afilu B'Shabbos, Mash Medikar Pluk David B'Chol. Mash Medikar Pluk is not on Shabbos. It's a B'Chol. In other words, even if you understand the Mishnah to be talking about not Shia but Chazor, but the main Machlok is about Chazor is not by Shabbos. It's by Chol. Vod Medak Tivrenu Tam, Medikar Mo Yitain Achi Yigrov. Tivrenu Tam is Diyak, it's a Meridik Adiyak. Mishnah says, Lo yitain Don't put the tavshil on until you're going the time. So if the Mishnah's, if you're understanding the Mishnah's, we're talking about Shihia, very good. Lo yitain means don't put it on the fire before Shabbos until you're going the oven. But if it's talking about Chazara, Lo yitain You can't be goref, a toner on Shabbos. Last time I checked, it was kibbutz. So maybe it's Kibbutz Rabbanon because it's not Manas Lahavir, but it's Kibbutz. So how could it be? Right? So he says, the fact that it says, Lo Yitin Ach Yigro, for Yibo Yitin Lo Yachsu Veshabasu, Ech Yigro, for Yitin Veshabasu. If it's talking about on Shabbos, how are you going to be Gori for Kotim on Shabbos? Father Lamemar Elin King Gar for Kotim. So what the Mishnah should say is Gar for Kotim. In other words, if, if your understanding of the Mishnah is Lo Yachsu means on Shabbos itself, so then. I just eliminated the next two blocks of the Gemara. I resolved it very easily. The whole back and forth, the whole DM back and forth. They're talking about Lo Yisheh or Lo Of course, Lo Yisheh. Because the Mishnah says, okay, here's what you do. Be Goref, be Kote. Neither one's an option on Shabbos. Ela Bechol Nami Osir Lahachsir. 
It's unbelievable Tosus. There's an Isra, you saw this Tosus? There's an Isra Chazara, Bechol. Well, Isra Chazara, Bechol. So how far does that go? Meaning, if I go home tonight and I take my pot off the fire, so can I put it back? Do I have to put a black on to put it back? Tuesday. So maybe tomorrow, maybe not tonight, because already, this is still Nigra Achar, the last Shabbos, right? But maybe on Wednesday already. And going after the following Shabbos, you start saying Luchun Aran on Wednesday, Shir Shalyom. So maybe then, right? Maybe then you got to, uh, you got to, you got to have a blech. So that'd be a nice, nice little chumrah. Right? You have to have a gor for kaltum on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But not Mishnah says, you know, Eimaf Lim Besvina Gimli Yom Kaltum Shabbos. Many Mishnah hold because then you have to already start considering the Ramban. You have to start considering the halachos of the, the coming Shabbos. So Tos is vavai not. It's not not the gather. Yes, right. What's the gather bedaver? Um told her who knows Shabbos. for sure, if you took it off in the morning, nobody's gonna argue you can't be put it back on. Unbelievable He says, I am not allowed once I'm already Arab Shabbos, If I were to take a Tavshil and put it on close enough to Shabbos that were it cold, it would not have time to get hot. That's already in the Yisra Chazar. That's already Nikhla in the Yisra Chazar. So it says, Mir Shabbos, look, you might, on Erev Shabbos, cover your, your bases, so to speak, in terms of the concerns of Shihia, either with the Shita of the Rishonim like Hananya, but as long as it's Kemachal and saw you're good. You might cover your bases by waiting till it's Vushakol Tzocho and Mitztamek Veralo, you're good. But you might run into a problem of Chazorah according to the Shita Satosos. I put it up, if I take a food that is coal, that is Kemachal Ben Drusoy, or that is Mavushal Kol right? And I put it up on Erev Shabbos without it being Ruf Viktuma, even though it meets the criteria, right? It hits the points of the Yisr Shia, absolutely, right? Meaning there's no more Shia problem because it is Mavushal Kol it's Mestamik Correct. There's a Chazar problem. Because if I put it up close enough to Shabbos that it would not be enough Lartiach, <coughs> it's a Chazar problem. So what's the best way to do it? Cover all bases. Make sure that it is both and and that it is that would be your best way to go. Best way to go. Now the truth is you could if that's the whole chumrah so to speak of the Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa so then you could easily avoid the problem. Meaning I could be just if you're makbid to put it up, Kadesh Yartiyach, you're fine. If I just make sure to put it up early enough that it would in fact get to hot if it was cold before Shabbos started. So then the concern that the Shmir Shabbos causes to bring down is not a concern. So if I don't have my H group for Rektuma and I have a food that's Mokotorko and it's Tamek Viralo, or if you're going to go like Machel Ben Drusoy, so then put it up then, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. If I have a food that is um, that that is not kedelartiach, then it's a problem. But again, that's the concern that the Shmir Shabbos calls is bringing down. So he's giving you one eitzah. Right? One eitzah is if I'm insured. It's really the simplest eitzah, right? You know, it's the old keep it simple cure, right? Which is if you insure all your food is mivushikol tzorcho and mitzdamik ralo. And your ish is grooving tumor. So then, alt shihi, I have no problem. Alt chazar, I have no problem. If you ensure that it's mushakol tzorcho and it's damikaralo and you put it up kedel artiach, we both yom, you also have no problem. You're good. You're good. That would also obviate the concern you would have no problem. But again, maker adin, it's fine. And the truth is that it's a bit of a chiddush to be chayish the shiz zatos, the Lord's not brought down. In, in Shulchan Aruch, in fact, the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah brings down the, the Ran Shita to be more Meikel. 
that maybe we're only saying the Isra Chazar for that which was taken off Mibod Yom and put back on after Chashecha, but if it was put back, taken off after Chashecha and put back on after Chashecha, doesn't apply. But okay, we might not be Chayash for Shittas Atosvos L'Chatchila. That means in practice, let's say you want to leave, not so no gay on the stove usually, but let's say you want to leave food in the oven. Right? Very no gay. When my wife and I uh, moved into our first house, one of the first things to do was replace the old oven. Replace the old oven with a brand new one that had a time-baked feature. So, you know, everybody's excited about these things at first until you realize it's not much better. But very excited, you know, you could put your food in the oven, Arab Shabbos, it could finish cooking, and you can take it out once Shabbos starts, and you can eat it fresh like that, right? Okay. So now I have a real concern of Shia. And let's assume right now, for argument's sake, that you could not create a grufuk tomb on your oven, which you can, but let's assume you can't. Okay, good. So I want to make sure that my food then Erev Shabbos is, is what? When Shabbos starts. So I want to make sure it's a bush of Tzarechob and Mestam Gerala, right? Peshas HaTchak or Peshas HaTzorech. I want to make sure it's Kemachob and Drusoy. But I also want to make sure that I put it in early enough which, it's very much there. that's going to be the case. The only concern you would have is if you took it out to you know, do whatever to it just before Shabbos, then you have a Chazara concern. But if you put it in early enough, that should be fine. That should be fine. Now, that brings up an interesting question itself on the, on the ovens and the Gruf Viktuma, because that is a famous Machlokas to Moshe Feinstein and the Debrit Sina Rav. And that is the, the following... Basic question, okay. So what constitutes, also a chazanish, what constitutes groove for two monar stoves? Both, both for Shia and Chazar. So on our stoves and our ovens, what exactly constitutes a groove for ketuma? I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just point out the most common methods of cooking that we'll use are stovetops or ovens or crockpots. Right? Those are the three most common Induction stovetops create their own very interesting shilos. Right? These magnets transfer heat. Induction stovetops are not actually heat source per se. They're magnetic and they have to use pots that are magnetic. Aluminum pots are no good for them, but they actually generate the heat in the pots themselves. They're much more efficient, but they're also much more complicated. Like microwave things? Where the heat it comes from itself? It's not microwave. Microwave is a whole different technology. We're saying it's the, the concept where it's not producing its actual heat. The heat is actually coming from the actual food. That's not even the food. It's coming from the pot. Coming from the pot. Coming from the pot. Right. Right. But I'm saying the, the heat's not coming from another source. Well, it's coming from the pot itself. Right? So it'd be a very interesting thing to think about where you could be going for Kotem, such a, a construct. So Ramosha writes a couple of places in the Chuvos. And very specifically in the tshuva to Rishimonayir and Orachaim Chelik Dalit Simonayin Dalit Moshe writes that the gzeirah the Rabban was to cover the fire, right? Grufo is to move the fire out. Ketuma is to cover the fire. So you have to cover the flame. And if you cover the flame, then you don't have to cover the knobs. In other words, the covering the knobs is not. It could be a nice thing, the Ravcha de Milsa, but it's not required bichlal. The gzeirah the Rabban was a grufo or ketuma. Okay, so you're a goer, as long as you create a hecker in the Makoma Eish, that's enough for the, to satisfy the Xeris Chachomen, and you're good. And therefore, a blech or the like should be good enough. The Chazonish had an additional shita, which makes it more difficult. Chazonish held that Grufer tomb based on mature is not just that it's covered, but it diminishes the heat somewhat. It's part of the hecker, like the Tanur, which we spoke about last time. Why is the Tanur different from Akira? Because the Tanur is so hot. Akira's not. Yes, yeah, so part of it is that the grufo or ketuma, the, the ketima, lowers down the heat. So the chazanisha sheet is if you have a blech or the like that does not affect the heat at all, the heat level remains the same. So then that would not be enough to make a ketuma. What if it, I'm saying the, the lacha is and the gemara says that if it got reheated, it's fine. Yeah, so <laughs> if, if that's, that's Rishlomo Zalman has a very interesting sheet based on that as well. If it was of nislabsa, if you were kotemit and it flared up by itself, it's fine because you did an action to lower the heat. Chaz was saying that, but your ketum has to be did an action to lower the heat. If you didn't do an action to lower the heat, then it's not nislabsa, it's labsa. You did it yourself, right? Rishlomo Zalman 
has an interesting psakalacha, which makes sense for, for two reasons. Right? He says that once you put your blech on, don't adjust the flame. Right? Because kitma of an islam says only if it's islam allow. But not if you actually raise the flame and it's not islam allow, you raise the flame. Then it's no longer a, 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 a hacker on the Shia. Right? It also, just it's mistaver like that, if the whole goal of the kitma is to make a hacker, you shouldn't adjust the flame. So if you make yourself rogil to adjust the flame once you were coating it, so then it, 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 it doesn't work. Right? In other words... Lower the flame also wouldn't help. Lowering the flame is less of a concern. Why? Because the xera wasn't on lowering flames. The xera wasn't on raising flames. There was never a xera on shem yechaba. There was a xera on shem So I could argue that if you lower the flame, maybe not, but I would say the same thing. I would say, and I tell people this all the time, that if you put the black on, you decide the flame is too low, you want to raise the flame, take the black off, raise the flame, put the black back on. To raise the flame with the black on, you're undermining the entire purpose of the black. Again, Shlomo Zalman says it in the, uh, in the in the Gemara itself. It's kitma v'nislab salt. Then it's fine. But not if you were, if, and it's Mustafa like that. Meaning, if I had a, a, a kira, and I took the kira, and I covered the, um, the, the coals with ash, or with, with the sand. Right? And then I said, okay, nice. You know what? Let me now stoke up the flame again. I would think no one's going to tell you you satisfied Grufa Tumba. You had Grufa. It's like, you know, it's not like a once in a lifetime deal. I once, once when I was a bar mitzvah, I, it's, you know, it's like my ceremonial ketuma. Once my bar mitzvah, I was coating this oven. Now the oven's good to go forever. It's, not, it's good to go until you're uncoating, until you fire it up again. Once you fire it up again, you got to do a new ketuma. So if you raise the flame when the black is on, then you've got to take the black off and put it back on. Otherwise, it's kitma and lapsa, and then it's no good. It's no good. But again, Rav Moshe Shit did not like the Chazanish, is that the purpose of the, of the kituma is a heker, and as long as it's niker, that's good enough. And the only is you create a heker in the Malkam Eish, that's good enough. He also don't have to cover the knobs bichla. Well, for Rav Moshe, the stove might be like Kashem Bob anyway. Correct. So it's possible that part of what underlies Ramosha's shita is that anyway he's not so concerned. In other words, he's, he, Ramosha himself says that the, there was never Xavier the Rabbani, you're going to add more fuel. So turning the knob is adding more fuel. So it's very shocked that Ramosha's psak halakha, that the heker that was made was only on the Malkam Ma'esh, is based on the fact that the heker that was made was only on Shem Yechata, and not Shema Yavi Od Kash Vigabava. And since it's not on that, so there'd be no place to cover the knob. It makes no sense. The Debert Sinner disagreed with Ramosha. Bear Moshe de- disagreed with Ramosha. But Debert Sinner held the Fakert. Fakert, he says, the hacker the Chacham made was at the Mokom of the Chitui. They made the hacker at the place where you adjust the fire. It happens to be that we make Hedem in Akira or in a Taner or the like. So the Mokom Aish and the Mokom Chitui Aish are the exact same thing. Right? But, uh, but now you can separate them for those, no one's doing the daf here, right? I keep asking this question, I keep getting a no. <laughs> We're doing the daf on the age. Yeah, okay. So, you know, the Gemara in Bavakama has a shayla. If you go bosser me, kar bosser tfarmana, right? You go by where the, the, the action happened and where the hezek happened. So here, do you go bosser me, kar bosser tfarmana? Do you go by the makom chitui aish or the makom aish? So Deborah Zinner says it's mistaver to say you go by the Malkam Chitu Eish. That, that the Eish itself, you can't, you can't adjust it from there. Why would there be Xer on that? The Xer is Gufa on the Malkam Chitu Eish. So, sorry? For sure not. For sure not. Right? He holds that it's Malkam Chitu Eish, not like the Chazanish. Absolutely not the Chazanish. That it's the Malkam Chitu Eish. That would be, a, it would be the equivalent of more of a Grufa than a Ketuma. Right? Grufa than a Ketuma. So you go with the, the Gechalm to one side. Like the sheet doesn't hold the girl to call him to one side of the oven. And that's, it's a grufa, because I, I adjusted the mokum chitu eish to create a heker, not to be mechata. Why do you have to go that far? You can go even further. There's, there's no din of garf akata in such a case, because there's no, there's no zeir shemi In such a case, it's impossible to shemi If you remove the knobs, there's no shemi So you don't need garf akata. No, so you remove the knobs. There's, there's, there's no shemi so, so it's not, you don't even have to say you're, you're moving you, you, closer you, to one side. There's no garfakatum. You have rendered chitui impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. Therefore, you, no garfakatum is, is, is needed. No. 
It's not that it's not needed. You just did it. You accomplished the purpose of groof of Iktuma by taking off the knobs. Right. Or by covering the knobs or whatever you did, create a hacker in the knob, and you, you, you did that. You made it it's impossible that you need Garvakatum. Again, I'm not sure you made it impossible you don't need Garvakatum. You just did Garvakatum. You did the act of, the act, the, the, the Bear Moshe says the act of groof or Iktuma is creating a hacker in the Mokom Lachitui, in the place where you would adjust the fire, creating a hacker in the not to adjust the fire. You did that. You created the hacker in the Makam Chitui not to adjust the fire. They, they make, I think they still make, they make blacks that have a, a lip that goes down and covers the knobs. Right. I highly recommend you don't use those for two reasons. Wow. One is in houses with little kids, they're dangerous. They're very, right? they're very dangerous because of the fact that you know, they, they get hot. And we're not looking to, to burn kids. That's not part of the, unless you ask, you know, AOC should tell you that that's all we do is we want to burn kids. Right. But we don't want to bring Jewish kids. We want to bring Palestinian children into our kitchens to touch the, the blech. In fact, it's a plot by Jews around worldwide plata. to bring, yeah, plata, exactly. <laughs> a plata. So, uh, also, you've you're got a good chance of ruining your, your knobs on your stove with them because of the fact that the stove knobs are just plastic and this thing gets hot enough, you can melt the knobs in the stove. Um, what I prefer to do, actually, is just take the knob off. I prefer to do that, just take, remove the knob, uh, I, that also has two, two miles. One is that it creates clearly a hacker in the Makam I don't think it's, it's required, but I think it's better to do so. And number two is that, again, with little kids in the house, they can't play with the flint, right? You also can't adjust it afterwards. In other words, you have to commit. You've got to commit, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put the black on and I'm going to take the knob off. I committed. Now, if at that point in time, you adjusted the flame by putting the knob back on and making the flame higher, and didn't take the black off and put it back on. So it's Mistavra to argue that there it's enough already that you created a hacker in that makom, that that's more like a kitma vinislapsum than a kitma vilapsum eila. You still have a hacker not to be mechata. So it would, it would cover you, I think, somewhat on that particular point. Right? I think it would. Maybe does both. Well, I do both. I, I do both. Um, I, I do both. I do nothing. <laughs> right? Okay, let's be straight. I do nothing. My wife does, oh. right? What do I do? I try to stay out of the way as much as possible. Right? You know, there's the old joke, which is a good joke, at a uh, Erev Pesach, and, and the wife says to the husband, he says, do me a favor. You want to help out? Yes, I want to help out. Okay, do me a favor. Get lost. Right? Just get out of the house and be out of the house for the whole day. So he leaves. Three hours later, he comes back. She says, you back already? I thought I told you to be out the whole day. She, he said, how much can I help? <laughs> right? So, how much can I help? Right? Can you take the black off after you're done? I leave my chalas on, I wanted them to stay warm. Now I'm nervous that it's hot, it's gonna maybe I'm gonna melt the knobs or melt my countertop. Try now, just take the black off, black off after. On Tavis? On Tavis. I'd say there's no problem. Okay. What would, what would be the possible problems? Um, you're leaving the flame open to be available for an open use of the flame. Is there, is there a problem leaving an open flame? Is there a problem putting these on the flame? Well, if it's, if it's, a, if it's a form of keyboard, like we say, it's, like, it's um, like you, the same idea as if you sprinkle something on to reduce the heat, then it could be some sort of Havara. By a, a well, if it would be a Havara, in other words, if I have, if I have actually offer that I was coating with and I moved the offer, so that I'm, I'm being the lava, no question about it. But here, I, w- I would say you probably could bring me a raya from Rishon and Gimel itself, but you're allowed to. If I can make a black, I can pick it off. I don't know. That's one. Is that true? Because it started off as muksa at the beginning of Shabbos. So is it muksa? Well, muksa, I'm using it. You're yeah. keeping it. Well, usually it's absolutely. Good. So you have to, it's going <laughs> to take Shin Ches to Shin Yud Beis and Rishon and Gimel, but we should be able to figure something out here. Yeah, but should be able to get something. But I think Rish and Gimel is, it should be a pretty clear raya that it should be allowed. According to Ritzina, you don't need covering the knobs like that's good enough. It's very much, you see, it comes up in the following case, at least Lania's deity, there's a difference between Shehia and Chazara in this regard. Crockpots and the like. Ravaggio's safe position in the Chuvos, you're going to ask me exactly where. Um, I am sorry. Yeah. So, in the, <laughs> but his, his position in the Chuvos is that when you have a heat element where there's no exposed flame, like the, the crock pot or the like, that's already considered roof or tumor. You don't need anything more. 
right? If the heat element is, is not exposed, that's already considered Gruf Rektiyah. But Rishlom Azam held not like that. Shemir Shabbos Kilchos Apostles not like that because of the fact that, no, because that's the Derek Bishel. In other words, the whole Vort is not so much the exposed flame as that's the way you cook normally. And what about electric ovens or electric ovens, uh, oven tops and stuff like that? Electric Oven tops. There's lots. There's, you have a, you have a, you have a stove top, and it's electric. Yeah. So according to Rajiv, a smooth top range. Smooth top range. The 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 heating element itself is covered. Good enough. No, you don't need the knobs. You don't need the black. According to Rajiv, safe not. Wow. Right. There's no hacker. According to Rajiv, safe not. He holds. So that's 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 Shlomo Zalman's time. There's no fire. Zalman's time is that's the normal way of of cooking. So there's no hacker. There's no hacker, but I would hear in that in that kind of a construct that it makes very much more sense. Makes sense at least for Shia purposes, like the Debrit Sinner, that there the ikker would be to cover the knob, right? The ikker would be to cover the makom of the adjusting of the flame, not the not the actual place where it's uh, where where the heat is coming from, because it is covered. There's no visibility on the makom, and there's no adjustment at all. In other words, if you tell me like Rav Moshe. That the Xerah was on the Aish. Good, so there's Aish. There's no Aish here. So there's absolutely nothing there that you could, you could point to and say it's the fire. It looks the same on, off. The only place that there's a Heker is on the knob. So for Shia purposes, I, I feel that that's enough and that's the proper way to do it, is to cover the knob. For Chazor purposes, that's a different story. Chazor purposes, you have other problems of Tocho and Mokom Bishel and Mexican Mamasho. That's a different Cheshmer. But I would say that's the case. What about scenarios where there is no knob? Like, for example, it's buttons. It's electric buttons. It's electric buttons. Same thing. So you cover the, the buttons. You can't really cover buttons, per se. Why not? You just put a piece of tape over and just cover it, and that's good enough? Yeah. I'm saying you can still press the button, technically. Tape or foil? The fact that you can do it doesn't mean that you haven't created a hacker. It doesn't. The, 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 the hacker doesn't mean that you make it impossible. I mean, you make it nicker. What do you mean? Meaning, if electricity is fire. Except that it's not. Right? And even... No. It's contained. Electricity is fire that's contained. If you put your finger in there, something bad might happen. I, I won't get hot. I'll get fried. But I won't get hot. <laughs> because it's a, ty- it's a type of heat. It's, a heat it's, not heat. it's not heat. It's not heat. Uh, it's a type of energy. It's not heat. Uh, the, the, that electricity is fire was a misunderstanding of electricity by some of the Akronim, like the Rachashulchan, in the early days of electricity. So the Kuliyama is not fire. There's no, you cannot use the term Kuliyama and Judaism in the same breath. Right? <laughs> sure. No such thing. Fair, no such thing. Fair. There's always someone's going to say it. But electricity fire. can be made into fire. It's like saying right. a match is fire. A match isn't fire. A match can be made into fire. Yeah, I thought the Rob said that turning the crackpot from low to high might have been considered good enough because the gazer was never to... Correct. What, why is that? I thought that's because we were never just to make a new flame. Correct. That is because of what flame? So again, if you assume that the heat that's generated by the crockpot lining, by the crockpot cylinder, is considered to be an ash because it's the heat that's generated. So then, but still you, would, you might say, but there was never a turn off one fire and put another fire on. And that's not clicking the buttons also? That's not the same thing? No, it could be. In a chanami. In a chanami. Then, again, clicking the buttons, I think you mean clicking the buttons so you create a spark somewhere. That's not, that, the tilt is aimed at mamish. The point is that it's circuitry. Yeah, but it's also, you have to understand, when it comes to light bulbs, Shlomo Zalman, you know, if you had a chance to look up in the uh, in the Rochel Adolf. I have not. I, I, it's, I'm going to. Put it on your to-do list. Rochel Adolf. Right? Chel Adolf, Ches, Yud, those chuvos, they're, they're essential chuvos. Um, but Shlomo Zalman brings down that an incandescent light bulb is a machokas rabbin rifle. When you have, when you heat up a metal filament to its glowing point, to heat and glowing, it's Bishel, the Rambam Shita. Or Rambam Shita, it's Mavir. But very misdavar to argue that if I heat up a metal um, element or cylinder that never glows, that it's neither like Bishel nor Mavir. Like LED? Not an LED. Your crockpot. Your crockpot, your crockpot, at least my crockpot, I, I, which we'll get into also, 
in terms of the uh, potential for hot mono. Right? My crock pot is the one that goes inside the cylinder. Right? It goes, that's, that was a big controversy back in the early 90s. But mine's the one that goes inside the cylinder. But if you look at that cylinder, there's no visible heck here. There's nothing that's visible when it gets hot. It looks exactly the same, cold, hot. You can't see anything. Unlike a, 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 an electric range or a toaster oven alike where those elements glow and you can see it. So a glowing element, maybe Bischel, maybe Mavir, not clear. A non-glowing element could be a Mavir. Very hard to say. There's no glowing well, would it be inside? That? No. I thought there was. No. I thought there was. Right I mean, if you take off the, the piece, the metal piece, I thought there was. No. I have to break one open. <laughs> hey, don't break one open. There's no glow. There's no glow. Okay, it's a void. We'll probably destroy that. Probably destroy whatever it is. Okay. What is it? It itself heats up. It's a resistant metal that heats up, but it does not glow. It doesn't reach the point of glowing. I thought. I thought there was. So what? I thought it was rain just covered. It's a good question. What? You say it's questionable what the malachim is. So it's a good question. Again, we would assume lechumra that it goes under the, the broader rubric of mavir because it's heating a metal element. But not to but, any glowing point but whatsoever. I, right. So I would say that it's it's lechumra. So so it's we like it might be even okay to do so, but definitely all it's not shabbos dick. It's definitely, you know, there's what to be. What I'm saying is, we would, I, 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 what I'm saying, you can say what you want, but what I'm saying <laughs> is that we would, we would treat a metal element that heats up even if it doesn't glow as potentially a malacha bishul and mavir. Why? Good question. Because <laughs> it does generate heat, and so therefore maybe it's, it's under the broader rubric, right? Exactly what defines the bishul and mavir as the, of the metal Simple read of Rambam, simple read of Ravid is that it heats to glowing. But maybe not. Maybe just heating itself would be enough to be a Mavir or a... So we have a source that there's a Risho that says that there is a day that holds that um, not, not of a glowing point is Stagahi. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote myself from my Dafyomish here this morning in quoting my, my professor of uh, corporations in law school, which is... Please the fifth. No, oh. which is, I can't tell you how flattered I am that you think I would know the answer to that question, but I have no idea. Is there a reason out there that holds? That's, that's a great, I, 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 you know, that's well beyond my pay grade, right? Maybe at the Rashiva's pay grade, maybe. Is there a reason out there that holds like that? I don't know, you know, he may know a Rimi Karkushya that holds such a thing. I do not know. But, uh, but again, we'll be machmi bedavra, but I feel that the fact that we're machmi bedavra to consider it that l'chumra, there it's enough to cover the knob for Shi'ir purposes, certainly. Okay, what I want to get into Thursday, Amir Tzashem, is the Shail I posed to you at the end last time, which is, what about putting stuff up on Erev Shabbos cold, that the timer should go on and the oven should go on, l'chatril on Shabbos, and start cooking on Shabbos? Is that better or is that worse? Is that like the same as the, as the time clocks? Well, it's using time clocks for cooking purposes. Versus like an AC, it's different. Well... By the seas, there's no Xerishem Oh, that's I don't understand. I saw it. Why does it have to be cold? Why does 